You're listening to Hive Hoops, a Charlotte Hornets podcast. Here's your host, Joshua Balta. F your tank, F your tank, F your tank, F your tank. The Charlotte Hornets aren't taking, baby. They're two and one coming off this huge victory over the Atlanta Hawks on Sunday night. 126, 109. Man, the fighting Steve Clifford's. They in the building. This team is humming with confidence right now. And you've got to believe that that's instilled directly from their head coach. This team, without their all-star, LaMelo Ball, without Terry Rozier, who is a top three player on this roster, and then still without Cody Martin as well as a top three guard, maybe four, top four guard on this roster, the Charlotte Hornets go into Atlanta, into State Farm Arena, where they got shellacked in the play-in game back in April. They exercise some demons while they're there. They take care of business. They beat a fully healthy Atlanta Hawks team on the road. Beautiful win. I mean, this so hype, so hype after this, after today's game. And not only that, but the Panthers as well. The Panthers got a win over the Bucks. Tom Brady, the GOAT, going down to the lowly Panthers. Balling out today, and then to piggyback off of that and finish with a win in Atlanta over what I would probably say is our easiest rival. I, I, I'm not sure the Charlotte Hornets just have a death, you know, definite or definitive rival, but I mean, if there is one, that they're probably it, especially after the play-in and down I-85. Taking care of business without LaMelo, Terry, and Cody. Huge win. It can't be overstated. I mean, I know it, it's the third game of the season. It's, I mean, we're right here at the beginning of it all still, but my gosh, that is one hell of a win in October. Hell of a win by the boys in purple and teal. And it's, I mean, I, I, I said this already, but I really do mean it. Like, the confidence that Steve Clifford is instilling in these young guys. Like, Nick Richards is just brooming with confidence in his game. He keeps going back to James Booknight. All of Hornet, every Hornets fan that I've interacted with, that I've spoken with, just ready to give up on James Booknight. And I mean, honestly, 
he didn't have much of a choice tonight, for real, with all of the injuries. Basically had to play book night at some point. So, but we'll give him the benefit of the doubt. He stuck with him. He could have gone with McGowan's or, you know, he could have given Teo more minutes. Probably not so much. Teo's more of a point guard. Book Knight's a true shooting guard. Got to work on that dribble. It's wild. It's wild. But anyways, don't want to hate on Book. This is a good moment for him. Scored 10 points, double digits. Got off the schneid. Hit some tough threes. Proud of him. I know Steve Clifford is as well. Because he just keeps going back. And these these young kids are getting minutes and they're doing something with it. JT Thor got minutes today. Six rebounds in 15, 16 minutes for JT Thor. Six rebounds. That's what that's what this team needs. That tanking stuff. That that can go. All right. And I know it's early. I know it's early. And I know Victor is the best prospect since LeBron James. I get it. But guys, you breed and you you create a losing mentality within your organization by actively tanking. This organization has lost enough. And now you have some hope. We had more hope going into this offseason. We thought this offseason we were going to make that big swing. We were going to take that big step that we were going to do something. And then the air was completely let out. Once the offseason was a complete dud. But just actively tanking and going in. That breeds, that creates a losing mentality. And you can't have that if you're looking to take those next steps. I mean, Victor would be a hell of a consolation prize of tanking. The the kid looks unreal good. Unreal. His talent and skill, you mix that with his size and his length, it's great. I mean, would be super excited, ecstatic to get him. But you don't want to build a losing mentality within your organization and within your players. That's what kills an organization. That's what creates 20 years of doing nothing. And we've already experienced that. We don't want to do that anymore. In addition, the lottery odds are flattened. The lottery odds are flattened. The bottom three teams all have the same exact chance at the first overall pick at 14%. The bottom three teams. And then four goes down to 12 and a half. Five goes to 10. The Zion sweepstakes. The Pelicans had either the eighth or the ninth best odds. They're supposed to pick eighth or ninth. 
they ended up at one with Zion. So this tanking stuff, I know there's been a lot of talk, and I the preseason, but but between the offseason and the preseason, it was looking bleak. I can't lie to you. It was looking bleak. Now, I still thought that this team was going to be better than most Hornets fans and Hornets Twitter believed. I still thought that this was going to be at least a 35-win team just because the roster was still good enough to get to that number. But this tanking? Nah, guys, buckle up. It's going to be a fun season. It's going to be fun. Like right now, we're not healthy. We're not healthy and we're doing this. Check this out. We are 12th defensively in the league through three games. I know it's small sample size. It's a small sample size, but we played the Hawks. High-powered offense. We played the Pelicans. Good team. I said on one of the previous episodes, when healthy, find me seven, eight better better teams than the Pelicans. I don't know if you can. Spurs hung up 137 the other night. We put the clamps on them. But they hung up 137 on the Pacers. 12th overall defensively after three games. Offensively, fourth. We ain't lost a step under Big Cliff. We still there, baby. Right there in the top five offensively. But then look at that defensive jump where we were 23rd, I think, at best last last season. But muddled around 25, 26 for much of the season. 12th currently if that can keep up if that can stay and that be the bar and we're just we're a top half of the league defensive team guys this can be fun this can be a like this can be a really good season we're not even healthy and we're doing this not even healthy our supposed best perimeter defender played has played one minute the entire season. Add him in. What do the defensive numbers do? Throw LaMelo in. What do the offensive numbers do? Does defense take a dive? I don't think not necessarily that much because LaMelo is – one of the most instinctive defensive players I've ever seen. He gambles a ton, misses a ton. But I think with the additional focus on the defensive end and real defensive principles and schemes, I think LaMelo's going to be fine with Cliff defensively. I really do. This is just... This is amazing. This is amazing. I mean, with LaMelo, with Terry, with Cody, if we were still healthy like most teams are through their first three games, 
If you had told me before the season that the Hornets would be two and one after that, I would have been thrilled after these first three games. I would have been thrilled with a two and one start. But then you tell me that we did it without LaMelo and Cody and then Terry even missed a game. I say you're crazy. There's no way. Not on this, not on this team. But that's where the following guys have stepped up and filled in. Nick Richards. Big Nick energy. Time for your flowers, sir. Career highs. He just set career highs on Wednesday night against the Spurs. He beat those tonight. Twenty points, eleven boards, plus twenty-five. Was he a plus twenty-five? Nick Richards, yes sir, yes sir. Led the team in plus-minus, plus twenty-five when he was on the floor. The Hawks don't have scrap centers. Capella, Okongwu, those are some formidable bigs in Atlanta. And Nick Richards just feasting on the birds. Give that man his flowers. Nick Richards got all of Queen, uh, the Queen City just Man, just good things. Just good things. Dennis Smith Jr., rise up. Dennis Smith Jr., guys, 18 points, six assists, three steals, even went in with the big guys and grabbed two boards. Got a block. He's got them hops. It doesn't surprise me at all. Dennis Smith Jr. with a plus nine on the night. Book Knight had a plus 20. He didn't shoot it particularly well still. He was three and nine from the field. Hit some big threes, so that was good. He was attacking the rim early. But ended up a plus 20. He must have been out there when Nick Richards was out there, huh? Man. And then Kelly Oubre, 24 points leading the team. And then he even went in. He got himself a double-double. Ten boards from Kelly Oubre. D did we see Kelly Oubre grab ten boards at all in any of the games from last season? This is a different Kelly Oubre, guys. This Kelly Oubre is active defensively, attacking the rim, not settling for threes. As soon as he catches the ball, actually making decisions. Going in there and rebounding? Ten boards for Kelly Oubre? He didn't do that last season. That didn't happen last season. This is a different Kelly Oubre. He's buying in. And Cliff speaks glowingly of Kelly Oubre. Much the same as he has with Nick Richards and Dennis Smith Jr. Those three tonight. 
Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I mean, just two and one. This city is buzzing. No pun intended. Or maybe. Who knows? Guys, the Hornets out-rebounded the Atlanta Hawks tonight. 52 to 45. Out-rebounded the Hawks. That's Clint Capella. We've always struggled with Clint Capella. I mean, easy to happen when you got P.J. playing out of position at the five for much of the game, and he's 6'7". That's tough. But under Cliff, Cliff's a traditional big kind of guy. Nick Richards coming in, getting those minutes. And he's producing. Charlotte Hornets, 28 assists on the evening. Atlanta Hawks only had 23. The Hornets went to the foul line more than Atlanta did in this game. This was something that Coach Steve Clifford was adamant about against the Pelicans. Can't be sending a team to the line 37 times and you're barely getting there half of that. Can't happen. But the Charlotte Hornets getting to the foul line more than the Atlanta Hawks. And then nobody went crazy from three in this in this game. Hornets hit 11. Hawks only hit eight. Eight of 35 for the Hawks. And some of that, a lot of that, is in a, is the attention to detail on the defensive end from these 2022-2023 Charlotte Hornets. Dennis Smith Jr., guys, check this out. Dennis Smith Jr. has the number one defensive rating in the league. In the league, number one. Above everybody. Giannis is fourth or fifth on the list. I was looking at it earlier. There are some other names on there, of course. I was looking at a top ten list. I can't I couldn't remember most. The most glaring was Giannis. Dennis Smith Jr. Number one in the entire league. He's been phenomenal. His on-ball, off-ball, team defense, all of it from top to bottom has been a welcome sight in the Queen City. Along with Nick Richards. Got to say that again, right? Ain't had a big and haven't had that backup point guard who can just lock up defensively. Nice to have some things that we haven't had before. Like we all in life, we always get comfortable. We we like what we like, right? But every once in a while, it's good to have something you ain't had in a while. And that's what the Charlotte Hornets are experiencing right now. We haven't had a formidable big since Big Al. And then DSJ Ding up like this. Phenomenal performances from these guys. Phenomenal performances. 
Um, not to hate Mason Plumley. You're the only guy who didn't receive garbage minutes that was in the negative and the plus minus. He was a negative seven. Kai Jones, McGowan's, Mark Williams, yeah. They had some negatives. They played two, three, four minutes. Nick Richards on his way to starting for this Charlotte Hornets team. And then everybody, not, and honestly, guys, the starting, that's not the biggest issue. It's the minutes. It's the minutes. It doesn't matter if you start, it doesn't matter if you come off the bench. Honestly, when it all, Comes down to it at the end of the day. It's about minutes. And Plumley and Richards are basically splitting minutes at this point. Plumley had 26 tonight. Richards had 20. So Plumley's still edging him a few, a little bit on the minutes. Got to believe that's going to change moving forward. That Nick Richards is just going to continue to see more opportunities and more opportunities. As we go along, guys, we're not even healthy yet. You get LaMelo ball running that pick and roll with Nick Richards with his athleticism, with his length, his finishing ability around the rim. Guys, F the tank. Let's have fun. Let's do this. I know it's early. I'm not trying to get too ahead of myself. I'm not. But this team is showing some things. Maybe the guys were on the roster. We just didn't know it. Maybe they were here the whole time. We just didn't quite know it. It's a good time to be excited. Buzz City, let's keep this thing going. I'll catch you guys on the next episode of Hive Hoops. Adios. Until next time. Thanks for listening to Hive Hoops, presented by The League. Be sure to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, be sure to leave a review and let us know what you thought of the episode. Thanks again from Hive Hoops.